You're listening to It's Complicated, doing business during coronavirus, a weekly podcast produced by Atlanta Business Chronicle. I'm Crystal Edmondson. Each week, we'll bring you interviews, information, and insight to empower you during these extraordinary times. This week, we mark International Women's Day, a look at top concerns of women in the workplace. Findings from a new report by the staffing firm Robert Half show there's work to be done. Working women feel underutilized, underappreciated, as well as underpaid. Also, COVID-19 is changing office dynamics, especially with most of you still working remotely. How do businesses maintain a pipeline of potential leaders even during a pandemic? You don't have to go out and, and, and buy diverse talent. You've got great talent. You've just got to be creating systems where you're identifying that talent and then moving it forward. But before we get to all that, here are three things to keep in mind as we kick off the new work week. First, today is crossover day under the Gold Dome. That's when a bill typically needs to pass at least one chamber of the Georgia General Assembly in order to have a chance to become law this year. A few measures the business community is no doubt keeping an eye on. House Bill 86 authorizes the Georgia Lottery to manage online sports betting. HB 112 protects businesses from being sued over the spread of COVID-19. House Bill 146 gives three weeks of paid parental leave to state employees and teachers. And here's one more. Senate Bill 6 allows the state to study whether tax breaks lawmakers approve each year, do what they promise, create or retain jobs. Second, there are a number of legislative proposals small business owners are keeping an eye on. You'll likely hear all about those during Georgia Virtual Small Business Day. That's March 10th and 11th. State lawmakers and members of the NFIB, that's the National Federation of Independent Business, will talk about issues affecting the small business community. Because of the pandemic, Small Business Day will be virtual. Third, the Census Bureau releases its monthly business formation statistics. That comes out on Wednesday. It'll show you just how many new businesses have opened and how many are in the pipeline based on applications. Business applications in Georgia rose 51 percent from December to January, beating the national average of 42 percent. Of course, you can stay up to date with all your local business news. Just log on to our website, AtlantaBusinessChronicle.com. There's hardly anyone who is not being affected by COVID-19, but studies show the pandemic has been especially hard for working women. For instance, nearly half of working women hold low-paying jobs. Those were disproportionately cut because of COVID. Studies also show one in four working mothers dropped out of the labor force, citing a lack of child care. Well, working women are voicing their concerns in a new survey by the staffing firm Robert Half. I spoke with Stephanie Searcy, a regional vice president for Robert Half in Atlanta, to find out more. We surveyed over 1,500 female workers uh, and found that working women actually feel um, underutilized, um, underappreciated, as well as underpaid. So um, some pretty big findings. One of the things that stood out to me um, in the survey was that 65% of working women say they feel underappreciated at work. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. We're seeing a lot of women motivated to seek employment at a company that provides more value um, to its staff. And what we're seeing is really communication is the key in that listening to the needs of your team, um, you know, especially the female talent who have voiced these career concerns. You know, we're suggesting that people, you know, schedule regular check-in meetings uh, where you have an opportunity to listen to the women's needs, whether it's 
greater on the job challenges that they're looking for, or potentially is it more of kind of going back to that balance and utilizing windowed work hours that allow them to achieve balance as it relates to both their uh, professional as well as their personal lives? You know, pay equity has been something that definitely predates the coronavirus. Has there been some progress made on that front? Well, we definitely found in our survey that 43% of working women kind of felt like they were underpaid. I think from a pay equity standpoint, from an employee standpoint, that you're doing research to understand what your value is, right? What is the market rate for the position that you're you're applying for or a position that you want to obtain within your organization and really do your research on the front end to kind of find out what is the pay for that position in your area? What are other companies offering their employees? And, you know, also looking at the full value, right, the salary, the benefits, but also looking at some of those perks. I will tell you that from a pay equality um, piece that I do believe that um, there is major progress being made, but I, you know, I think there's always, you know, more work to be done in that area. Are there tips for making companies more inclusive that came out of that survey? Well, I would definitely say um, celebrating the achievements that, um, you know, that women within your organization, whether personally, professionally, or in the community, celebrating those, but also um, kind of giving the opportunity for mentorship, for allies, as you do kind of different trainings, whether it's unconscious bias or other events that, that promote gender equality, making sure that you have mentors in there, but you also have allies so that not only just the women who are participating, but also other people, whether it's men, different people in the organization who can be allies for that gender equality. Another takeaway from the survey might be good news for employers. One in four women polled said they feel underutilized. Said another way, they're looking for opportunities to reach their full potential and grow. Something to think about if you're putting together a new task force or project team. For most, this past year has meant working away from the office. That's meant a lot more screen time and virtual communications. But whether you're aware of it or not, the lack of in-person interactions has almost certainly changed your typical workplace conduct. Helene Lawless, CEO of Path Builders, has been looking into how behaviors have changed over the past year because of COVID, especially as it relates to women. We're seeing women's confidence shaken in some ways. And, you know, there are some data that indicate just the fact that we're, we're on Zoom calls and we see ourselves so much is negatively impacting us. But one of, the, one of the drivers is also, you know, you think about it, when you're sitting in a meeting room and you're at a large table, you, you aren't making eye contact with everybody at the table simultaneously. You're, you know, you're looking at one or two people, um, whereas now in this online world, we're, we're getting instantaneous feedback to everything that we're saying. And we're seeing how people are starting to gauge and couch their answers a little, like, you know, monitoring, oh, that person's not making a good face, or, oh, I wonder if this isn't being received well. And we're seeing it uh, uh, impact confidence. Are there challenges that your clients are coming to you about that maybe are different from what we saw pre-pandemic? Yes, pivotal group 
particularly challenged when you're new managers. So if you think about it, people learn to manage by being in the presence of good managers and watching the subtleties and, and seeing how people respond positively and how people respond negatively. And so two things are happening. One, we're missing all those informal connect points where we can just kind of watch other people in action. You think about it, when you hang up at the end of a Zoom call, it's silent, fast, right? There's no kind of hangover moment to do that little debrief and have that side conversation. So A, there's less ability for managers to actually model and feel what it's like to be, especially a new manager, to be around somebody who's a seasoned manager. There are so many things that I think we took for granted in normal human interaction in the yeah, workplace yeah. that went the on. The casualness of it and the yeah. the flow of it that, yeah, we just don't have a replacement for yet. One of the things more senior level women are telling us is that they didn't realize how much, and the language they use is how much work they got from informal conversations. And what I mean by that is they didn't realize how often it would be in a side conversation at a meeting that they could say to a senior executive, hey, I'm really interested in that new product line. And lo and behold, they navigate their way into a special project team. And without that informal connection and connectivity, we've we've kind of fallen back to things being more formal and literally what women say to us crystal is like they can see that moves are happening in the organization but they're happening quietly and and some of the women we work with are saying they're concerned that they may not be plugged in enough to how all of that is happening where it used to just be they were there and it was a side conversation in a meeting and they could follow somebody down the hall and continue that conversation is now an opportunity, 2021, even during a pandemic, uh, time to to ask for a promotion or plan to move up? Absolutely. And, and it's more important than ever to be focusing on developing women and making sure that you're creating inside your organization a sustainable pipeline. I, I say this to our clients all the time. Fantastic talent works for you. <laughs> you don't have to go out and, and, and buy diverse talent. You've got great talent. You've just got to be creating systems where you're identifying that talent and then moving it forward. One of the things Helene says she's optimistic about as businesses eventually welcome workers back is the reach that companies will have thanks to the adoption of webinars and Zoom calls not just expanding to new customers, but also allowing employees more flexibility to work from practically anywhere. That's especially good news for working women. Before we go, mark your calendar. Atlanta Business Chronicle will host Defining Atlanta this week. On March 11th, a panel of experts will discuss Atlanta as a hub for tech talent and diversity. You can find out more information on our website, atlantabusinesschronicle.com. Just click on the Events tab. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Atlanta Business Chronicles podcast. It's complicated, doing business during coronavirus. Thanks for listening. I'm Crystal Edmondson. Stay safe, everybody. Oh, oh, oh.